Welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Cecily Wyatt, and I am back again with another word from the alert. (laughs) Hot off the presses, okay? Okay. So, uh, last week, I was... I think I was actually supposed to do a podcast the week before last and I got, um, I caught a little cold and so it was not COVID, uh, but it was just a little like sinus cold. And so you can probably still hear a little bit of the remnants of it in my voice right now. But anyway, um, I was just in bed for like several days and I had a fever at one point and um, a slight a slight cough, but nothing too, nothing crazy. And so, yeah, uh, unfortunately I was just out for the count. So I'm, I'm doing this episode in lieu of, or I guess I'm back on track now. (laughs) So I'm trying to stick with the twice a month. I'm like, maybe I need to do once a month. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but for now it is, there's no shame in my game and I'm here like, bring in what I have and what I receive from the Lord. So um, before I get into the message for today, uh, I wanted to update you guys. My grandbaby is here. And y'all, what? Who? Y'all didn't tell me grandmotherhood was like the best hood. Like, y'all, I'm a grandma. I'm a whole grandma. And I'm absolutely in love with this little girl. She is... Oh, I just look at videos of her when she's not around. And then when she's around, I just stare at her. And then like, what's so cool is she stares at me too. So <laughs> she's such a good girl. She just like, she'll, and she'll like grab, reach up. She'll have her little binky in her mouth and she'll reach up, put her hand on my face and I'll kiss her little palm and we'll just look at each other. And then if I smile real big, she'll smile behind the passy, you know, like I could see her little dimples. I'm like, hi, sugar. <laughs> y'all, can y'all tell I'm in love? I'm so in love. So I just wanted to update you guys uh, on that. My baby is here and um she's amazing my daughter's here too but my grandbaby that's you know that's my baby okay so i've already seen her three times this week (laughs) and it's thursday so there you have it all right so let's pray and then we're gonna get into this word that i got uh i actually got this word for us um back when i got sick like before it was like before that but um, I'm glad I sat on it for a little bit because it was able to be developed a little further. And and it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, all that you're going to do, God. Your plans for us that are good and not evil to bring us a hope and a future. Lord, thank you for every person listening to this podcast today. Father, I thank you for for you, Lord. You are our God, Lord. I just thank you, God. We put our hand, our life in your hands, Lord. Our our plans in your hands, uh, and our thoughts in your hands. In the name of Jesus. So, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. So, the title of today's podcast is "Eat Your Vegetables." Eat your vegetables. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> Have y'all heard that? Like on um like TikTok or or you know, Instagram, like I don't know. I just I've heard that in my head when I was um kind of getting little uh nuggets for this word. I was like, "Oh my gosh, eat your vegetables." <laughs> I love it. So, y'all, so this word is entitled eat your vegetables and it came from something that I was noticing uh, happening in the earth and not just people like close to me, but I was seeing it in posts and different places. And I said, hmm, something is going on. And then I actually experienced it for myself um, uh, for a little bit. And I said, oh, this is this is crazy. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a list of what has been kind of attacking. And then we'll get into the vegetables, <laughs> the vegetable part. OK, so um, if you've had these symptoms over the past, you know, couple of months, some people, you know, a couple of weeks, some people, a couple of years, but here's the symptoms that, um, I wanted to, to describe, which brought this message on. So any, any kind of depression, uh, anxiety, overwhelming fear, small fear, worry, anger, or bursts of anger where, and I don't mean because the Bible says we can be angry and sin not, but I mean where like the fruit of the spirit be darned. You're just like, I'm raging, you know, like you can really just kind of snap and lose it um, without, you know, a second thought until after the fact. So that kind of anger, uh, suicidal thoughts, sexual misconduct um, and or manic episodes. So I wanted to s- explain. So, Depression of any kind, um, meaning just this sadness, whether you know where it's coming from or not, uh, anxiety, where you just feel anxious and you can't even describe it. But um, I've I've seen I've seen it manifest in like where people's hands were shaking or they have this inner shaking and you, you really can't tell like why or where it's coming from. But you just you have you feeling anxious, you're having anxiety, a fear big or small, any kind of fear, um, worry, um, where it's just like, I don't know where my next, whatever it's coming from, or that kind of worry or worry for your, your family, things like that. Um, bursts of anger or, or just flashes of anger where it's unnatural to you, or maybe you've become this person that you don't recognize, but you haven't been able to, to change yet or to, to kind of turn the corner on that and get back to your normal self. Um, suicidal thoughts, um, even attempted suicide, and that is self-explanatory. Uh, sexual misconduct can be multiple things. It could be um, like maybe you haven't been into porn or you haven't done it in a while, and then it's like that's come back up. Or um, just actually having sex outside of the covenant of marriage um, urges to masturbate, um, all of that, you know, just, or, or thoughts, sexual thoughts that you aren't acting on, but you're just having more of those, uh, even if it's not pornography, but you find yourself in watching shows that maybe you weren't watching before and that you've allowed yourself to kind of just slip into, because it's like that, that's a part of, um, depression. It's a release. It's something that gives you, uh, 
a release. And so, and it kind of eases that temporarily. So uh, that and then manic episodes where you, you know, you're crying one minute, you're laughing the next, you're just like, you don't, you can't really locate yourself. It's just, you feel like, you know, pulling your hair out. You, you want to slap everybody. Then you want to stab some folks and then you want to hug. And it's like, you just feel, uh, and I, I, I'm not sure if the wording is right, if it's manic or not, but that, that word is in my head, how I describe a person who is having a manic behavior. Um, so yes, so those are symptoms to something greater that is going on on the inside. And what the Lord sent me to tell you today, and I would say us, because I would say this, okay, I'm going to tell my little testimony. So for me, um, I started feeling this, this really heavy sadness and I don't know where it came from. It was just, it just hit me. And typically I take authority pretty quick over thoughts like that, but the enemy came real subtle with it. And it was based on something that was true, like something I had not seen God do in my life yet. And instead of me um, combating with, first of all, I either, here's my arsenal. I'll either laugh right away at the devil, like you, (laughs) and then I'll start with the laugh. Then it'll turn into a belly laugh. Like, how dare you even speak to me? (laughs) You know, like I just, I just laugh at him. Or um, if it's some truth in it, especially about waiting, especially about waiting, because he'll show me people who I have admired in my life over the years who have died without fulfilling the promise of God, or they didn't get to see what they had fought for happen. And so the enemy will come with that, like, you know, that's going to be you, right? And I'm like, uh, no. And so here's, so, so with that, I always have like, um, I love Abraham. I love, I love his testimony, how he believed God and it was counted unto him as righteousness, you know? And I'm like, God, you know, I want to believe you like forever, like do it or not. I want to believe you for ever, like however long you want to take, but also be doing what I can do in the meantime to be prepared for the blessing, to be in position for the blessing, knowing that it can come at any moment. Another one I use is the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how they were going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And they were like, oh, King, live forever. You know, we we honor you, but however, we're not going to bow. And if God save us or if he don't, we still not going to bow <laughs> and God saved them, you know, but they were fully prepared to die that day. And so like those, those things, um, oh man, it was one more too that I love to use. Uh, no, Abram. Oh, uh, Noah, Noah and the ark and how he continued to build in, in the face of laughter, in the face of, you know, no evidence that this rain was coming. He kept building and it was just like, that thing actually happened and it wasn't good, but, but the fact that he believed and he stood meant something to me. So those are the things that I usually will say, no, <laughs> you know, like I remember those things and I'll either say them out, you know, depending on which one God gives me in the moment, I'll say it out loud or I'll just have it in my mind. Like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. He's coming through for me. And and the people that died without seeing the promises of God, I don't know what they were doing behind closed doors. I don't know their story. I don't know what they've even said to God. Maybe they told God, hey, I don't want to fight anymore. I'm done. Or, hey, you don't have to do this for me. We don't know the vows that men make. Uh, 
at their bed at night. But I do know my walk with God. And so unless I say different, the promise is coming to pass in my life. Everything that he's spoken over me will be happening in Jesus name. And it will happen. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So, so I'm giving you that because, um, it was like a month ago, uh, this dark cloud came over me and instead of me shooing it off, like I do, I, it settled, it settled there. And because there was truth attached to it, it felt very real. And one thing that I'm very careful of, even when I'm not feeling quite myself is I just, if I can't say anything, uh, declarative in the best way possible, I won't say anything at all. Even in prayer, when I'm being quote unquote real with God, I'm careful what I say because I'm like, God, I don't want my enemy to snatch these words, you know, or if I really do have to just be vulnerable and like, okay, God, this sucks. You know, I'm like, Hey, can you cover this conversation please? Because I'm not declaring anything. I'm just telling you what I see and what it looks like. And I'm really needing you to encourage me, but I feel like I need to process it out, you know, and then I can process it and then he helps me, you know, but anyway, so this day though, (laughs) this cloud came and it lasted one day, then two days and three. And it was me, it was me remembering, taking a memorial of ways that I felt God didn't come through. When, if I had just bent that conversation a slightly different way, it would have been, oh, wow, but look at how he has come through. See, what he, what happened is he didn't come through how you wanted him to. He came, he said, don't lean into your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So instead of me acknowledging God and saying, you know what? You, you actually did direct my path. You led me to the, in, in the path that I should have gone, but it didn't look the way I thought. And so I was offended by that, you know? And so I had to like, I had to process through all of that. So I'm talking to myself, mostly not God. And I'm like crying and dealing with all this stuff. Day one, then day two comes. And then by day three, I said, Oh, I can't live in this place. Like my body physically can feel how wrong it is to live in that dark, low place or like the, um, that on that movie, uh, get out where it says the sunken place, like that is depression. It, it drops you off into a dark hole and you can look up through the little peephole and see people functioning and you're functioning around them, but it's not really you. It's just your representative. It's just, you know, what you can muster up to present. But if they spent any length of time with you, you know, they would see it, it would, it would come out. So this cloud came. And so I said, okay. And one thing I know is I have this emergency glass and it says break in case of an emergency. And so what that is, is my girlfriends, if I really am going through it, I will text them and I'll say, Hey, y'all, I don't know what's happening. I don't even know the root of it, but 
is heavy and I, I'm, I'm, I'm like waiting around in it. And so I have my three friends who we pray once a month. I have my best girlfriend cousin who me and her just check on each other and we love each other. She lives in Florida. And then I have my best, best friend who lives um, here in Texas with me. And so, and me and her, we do lunch every couple, every two weeks or so we just talk and catch up. But uh, I will reach out to my tribe. That's my tribe. And um, it's five women. And then my mother, my mom and my mother-in-law, who she lives here as well. But she's more like, I don't know. She's not. She. I wouldn't call her my tribe because she's just like my mama. Like, she's just, she gets all of it. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I just like, mom, you know, I just tell like, you know, if I'm feeling something, but, uh, sometimes I like, I just, I call my girlfriends or I'll let the Lord lead me who to, to rope in. And so I text the group chat with the three ladies and then I text my cousin and then I text my best friend and I, um, I felt I was in, I was in my, my salon suite and I remember, feeling like the room got lighter you know I sent the text and it was like maybe three minutes later the room like got brighter and I said oh wow it physically lifted what the heck was that you know it tripped me out and so I said whoa so um I, my, my it was my cousin who I believe it was her because <laughs> she texted me about five minutes after that she said how you feeling and I was like so much better. She said, girl, I went to war. I tore that thing up, you know? <laughs> I was like cracking up because I could laugh and I could breathe for the first time in a long time. But one thing I realized was I was like, in a long time for me, it's three days. Come on, y'all. But <laughs> one thing I realized is I said, oh my goodness. Like, first of all, it's so important to have the right people uh, in your life and around you. But also, I said, okay, now you need to prepare for war. And God told me, y'all, it was, I was typing, when I'm texting, my text is prophetic because I was texting somebody and the word war came up and I felt a sense in my spirit. Like, okay, first of all, I wasn't typing anything near the word war, W-A-R. Like, where did that word even come from? And then secondly, I sensed in my spirit, it was prophetic and it was like, prepare for war. But yo, like I was just, I don't know what I didn't think, like get your scriptures ready, like build up your most holy faith in the word. Like, get, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, man, when he warns you of that, listen to him because honey, I was I almost took up out of here. Okay. So uh, my cousin, she was like, yeah, I went, I went to, I went to, well, I, I told that devil, <laughs> you know, she like, and literally I could see it lifted. So I want to say this because um, I, I named off several things that could be symptoms of something dark that's going on in your life or something that the enemy wants to do to infiltrate your space and your time and your life. And, 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 you know, he wants to take still time from you and still moments and all this stuff. But I want to say to you today, which is something I had to do after the fact, because what I realized is when the cloud lifted, I sensed that it wasn't completely gone. It had just moved away from me, but it was still there waiting to reattach. Right. And I said, I can't let it. 
I can't let it. So in the moment of clarity, in that clear headed space, I said, all right, I have to fight. I have to fight. I'm either going to lay here and die or I'm going to get up and fight. It's a book I'm listening to right now. Um, I've been, I'll just like, I'm so random, y'all. I'll listen to uh, different audiobooks, like just <laughs> random stuff. So this one is called um, Keep Moving by Dick Van Dyke. And he's, I think he's like in his 90s now. But the book opens up with him talking about how he was 40 and he had some type of ligament stretch or tear. And the doctor said it's... Um, it's, he said, it's uh, arthritis coming and you need to do such and such and so and so before you end up in a wheelchair and you end up, you know, and he said right in the doctor's office in that moment, he jumps up and he starts dancing. And he said, and I haven't stopped moving since. And I realized, and, he, and it kept everything that the doctor said at bay. And he realized that movement kept those things that wanted to keep him from living his life, his best life. He said movement kept him uh, healthy and, and, and out of a wheelchair. And so I wanted to encourage you guys today to eat your vegetables. Uh, I'm sure that Dick Van Dyke being in his 90s does not want to get up out the bed and do calisthenics. You know, he doesn't want to walk the neighborhood. He doesn't want to do the things that keep him alive and healthy, but he does it because he realizes that if he doesn't, he'll die. And so I want you guys to take your spiritual life as serious as I've had to uh, come up to the level and take mine. Um, so how I begin to eat my vegetables. And now here, here's what, here's where it, it, it this tripped me out. Um, I began to I already listen to worship. Like I only listen to gospel music. I don't really listen to any other kind of music. Um, yeah, I don't. It's just gospel or Christian or something like that. And in my salon suite where I work, I play worship all day as well. I don't play anything else but worship. Um, so that's not the issue. Worship is cool. It's cool. But everything else, I, I'm like, okay, something is getting in somehow. So how do I fill up my space with God so that there's no room for the devil? So I began to, okay, YouTube. I started opening up YouTube, listening to the Stephen, Stephen Furtick um, messages. And, you know, you got Joyce Meyer, you got all these different preachers. One of my favorite messages is by John Bevere, B-E, B as in boy, E, V-E-R-E, John Bevere. And it's called Arm Yourself. Y'all go listen to that. Go listen to, go to YouTube, look that up. Arm Yourself by John Bevere. Powerful. Another one is um, Choose Violence, but she spells it violence, V-A-Y-O-L-E-N-C-E. And uh, Pastor Liz Ocampo, O-C-A-M-P-O. Man, y'all, it's a short little message, but I've listened to it over and over. It's very good. It's called Choose violence or violence and baby that thing will put things in perspective it will it'll help you also um if you need just like a jolt that'll get you like with the right hearts and mindset towards the father uh stephanie gretzinger's uh 2022 presence night go look that up on youtube as well presence night that's in 2022 stephanie gretzinger g-r-e-t-z-i-n-g-e-r i believe i believe that's how you spell it but y'all, like I began to get my arsenal together to fight because here's the thing. 
and I want to declare this over you and I want you to receive it in your spirit that we are stepping into everything that God has ordained for us to step into. Say that with me. I am stepping into everything that God has ordained that I would step into in Jesus name. So as we declare these things, we have to actually set up our arsenal to begin to fight the wiles of our enemy, the devil. He comes like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The Bible says, withstand him, withstand him, be firm and movable, knowing, listen, let me just, hold on. Let me read it because I didn't even know I had that. Yep, (laughs) that's the scripture I actually pulled out. And that wasn't the, I wasn't supposed to read it from there. I was supposed to read it from verse, verse 10, but I want to read it from verse eight. It says, be sober, be well balanced. Now this is the Amplified because I love to Amplify. Be sober, well balanced and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack. Rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. And after you have suffered, pause, let me pause there. Wait a minute. So first of all, as I was saying, the reason why I'm even talking about this is because I keep seeing everywhere, like different people, different groups, different things. And it's, 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 it's depression, anxiety, fear, worry. It's the anger, suicidal thoughts. It's all these things um, that are symptoms of the greater issue, which is that we have to prepare for battle. That we have to like, um, oh my God, when I was coming up out of it, y'all I was in my shower um, and no, I was not in the shower, I was getting ready to get in the shower. And I heard this thing, this little clip on YouTube and it, not YouTube, um, Instagram. And the girl was like singing, I put my armor on to show you how strong I am. I put my armor on, on to show you that I am, I'm unstoppable. I'm a Porsche with no brakes. I'm invincible. I win every single game. I'm so powerful. Something, something, something. I'm unstoppable. Anyway, but I was listening to that and I just let it play over and over again. I got in the shower and I just wept. And I was just like, I put my armor on to show you how strong I am. Like, I don't know what armor they're talking about, but I started to think about the armor of God. I started thinking about the the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, the our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we had the sword of uh uh the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like putting our armor on to be prepared. And I want to say this to those of you who may feel like, do I always have to fight? Do I always have to? No, God didn't say that you would always have to fight, but he did say, get, 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 get dressed, get dressed for battle. So go ahead and Wash your mind, renew your mind according to the word of God. Renew the Bible says renewing our minds according to the word of God. There is a scripture in Second Corinthians where it says, let me see, Second Corinthians ten, chapter ten, verse five. 
Four and five, the weapons of our warfare are not physical. They are not weapons of flesh and blood, but they're divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking, here it is, we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ, being ready to punish every act of disobedience when your own obedience is complete as a church is complete. Here's what, here's what that means. We're taking every thought captive. It didn't say every bad thought captive. It didn't say every demonic thought captive. It says every single thought captive. So what that looks like to me when I, cause I'm very imaginative. I see a thought, I grab it. I put his hands behind his back. I march it up to Christ and I, yield it before him and put it unto the obedience of Christ to say, here, Papa, here's this thought. Is this cool? Is this from you? Because even some of our good thoughts could be, could not be from the Lord, or they can be warped where something will become super prideful or crazy. So we bring every, we take every thought captive. We bring it under to, under the obedience and subjection of Jesus Christ. And so y'all, it's, it's important for us to eat our vegetables. We call it that because Sometimes like those pleasure foods like pizza and and fried chicken and macaroni and cheese and all that stuff make us feel uh, good in the moment. But the pounds begin to add up and and you don't feel good in the long run. I, I remember I went on a long fast recently. I went on a nine day fast, no food, liquid only. And I was like. I felt amazing. I didn't have to take any allergy tablets. Whereas before I was, I had to take one allergy tablet every single morning, every day. I didn't take any allergies for the whole nine days. I mean, I was no eyes running. Nothing was wrong with me. I was perfect. And I ended the fast and I'll never forget like by day three, I was waking up swollen again. My knee had become inflamed and I could barely walk on it. And my eyes were swollen. I needed to take allergy medicine. And I'm like, something I'm eating is not agreeing with me. And so I started to cut gluten out. I had already cut out quite a bit of meat. Like, like I was thinking like going vegan or vegetarian or just doing it every once in a while. But I found like, I can't go back to eating how I was eating. I have to continue to keep clean because my body appreciates that. You know, I, my 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 palate, my taste buds like the, the the mac and cheese and the dairy and all the meat and stuff. But my body says no. Like sis, we want to live. Like <laughs> you should not have to take pills every day. Okay, you should not have to take an allergy pill every day. It, you should be able to wake up and be cool and be fine. So, as I come to a close, I just want to say, like, eat your vegetables. Force yourself to do right by your spirit. Force yourself to take in what your spirit needs, not the flesh, because your flesh is is set up to kill you. Your flesh actually has no um, self-preservation power more than it has. Uh, it wants to be fulfilled and satisfied. It, it actually will fulfill and satisfy you to death. Like it, it doesn't mind dying behind it. It just wants what it wants. But your spirit knows better. And so your spirit was like, mm, 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 turn that show off. Mm, mm. 
that mm -mm, we don't like that that doesn't make us feel good turn that off but your flesh will be like girl oh my gosh look at how she talks to him mm, girl you got to see episode two and you sit there and binge watch something where your spirit is already you start feeling uncomfortable but you have overridden the holy spirit you've overridden your own spirit and you're just like i'm gonna do what i want to do because this looks really good and i just want to watch it so as i close <laughs> I think I said everything I needed to say. Um, eat your vegetables, y'all. As we get ready to enter in, I feel like my podcast this whole year has been geared towards us entering into our wealthy place, our, our promised land, the things that God has spoken that we would have. I believe that all of those things are coming. So in order to stand, we have to put our armor on to show God how strong we are to show the enemy. This is how we fight our battles. Like, y'all, like we can do this. <laughs> we can do this. So I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this podcast. Thank you for every person that is listening. Lord God, I thank you for, Lord, you said in First Peter that it's not just one or two people going through this. It's 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 an attack. The enemy is walking around looking to pounce on folks. May we be ready, God. May no clouds of darkness settle over any of our heads in Jesus' name. Father, thank you that depression cannot live here. Lord, anxiety, fear, worry, bursts of anger. Lord, all of those things, God, that it cannot live with us, Lord. Let 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 us be so full of the Spirit, so full of you, God, that no, no, none of these things can stand, Lord God, and let us be so full of the joy of the Lord and the Holy Ghost, God, that none of these things the enemy brings can even attach themselves to us. God, he is not all powerful. He has limitations. And so I thank you that with us, the buck stops here. I thank you, Lord, that no devil in hell will be able to go past, Lord God, this standard that you have set up in our lives and Lord, that we have maintained through dil diligence and vigilance over our own lives in the name of Jesus. So I bless every person listening. I bless every person that has taken time to listen, God. Give them a special, special blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, I love y'all. I will talk to you in the week after next, and we're going to have some other fabulousness to discuss by then. But until then, have a wonderful day. And I was going to play a song for y'all, but I think 30 something minutes is quite enough. <laughs> we'll see if we can get it done next week. <laughs> okay. Have a good one. Bye.